Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the radio. Now, your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. And I mean each and every one of those. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, as I look through the, the news and I see the comments of people, I'm asking you, Father, to make us, make us a grateful people that we will not take for granted that which we have been given by the sacrifices of others, our freedom, our liberty, and, Father, our salvation from you. May we be a people who love one another as you have loved us. I praise you, Father, for your grace and your love and your mercy And I beg for your forgiveness for the many times I personally fail you. And for the failures of this nation. May we be a people that will humble ourselves and pray. May we be a people that turn from our wicked ways. Truly repentant. I selfishly ask for your protection over this nation, Father, and over those who are leading it. Not that they will be successful in their evil ways, but, Father, that their hearts will be changed and turned toward you. Give us wisdom, Father, and help us have discernment that we can sift through all that's being done and said and the policies that are being pushed. May we be able to sift them out and know what is truth. Father, I ask that you will bless this hour, bless this show, bless all that are listening. And Father, please bless my advertisers and my sponsors. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, it's um, it's difficult when uh, you know. I take a I take a break from all the news, and it's difficult when you come back <laughs> on a Monday night. And you think it's Sunday night, and you're trying to tune into Sunday shows when it's only Monday, and it's you get a little confused. So what did I do? I watched Bonanza. That's what I did. <laughs> That's not true. It is true. I watched Bonanza, but I did stay up late and watch some of the news. But have you ever witnessed a spoiled child throwing a fit? And then when he or she gets what they want, they still are not happy. And they throw yet another tantrum. Well, that's exactly how I see these millionaires, well-to-do politicians, explaining just how horrible... America is. They couldn't be grateful, not even for one day. 
I cannot personally testify whether they, speaking of those Americans of color, these politicians that were tweeting and complaining about how racist this nation is, I can't. I can't testify to what discrimination against them they might have had in their personal walk. But they are now, apparently, they've risen above all that. Above all the destructive behavior that might have been perpetrated against them or unkind words or whatever the case may be. And they're holding office, unelected positions. Elected by Americans who must also be horrible racist people. July 4th, this nation celebrates our independence. We did. We celebrated our independence. Breaking away from the bondage of a spoiled, tyrannical king. It took much sacrifice. They pledged, those horrible white men, they pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honors. If you're constantly talking about how horrible you have it, when you are an elected official, you have no honor. There is no honor. You don't even respect those who elected you. Just an agenda to divide and to conquer for power. No different than a white, spoiled, tyrannical king. Charlie Kirk said something this weekend that I believe we should all ponder I'm not sure I'm going to get this correct, but he mentioned that the turmoil of the election of Donald J. Trump was just the beginning of something. And now we are only in tremors of a quake, a change in this nation. Which direction the storm will take us, he wasn't going to predict. Again, I tell you, liberty is always in the hands of the people. There is honor in many but not those we hear constantly dividing a nation. The king tried to divide those in the colonies, and it didn't end up very well for him. He lost, and America was born. We are a young nation, comparatively speaking, with other countries, but we are the only nation that strives to improve, or at least we used to. We are a vast land of, full of natural resources. We, we don't need other countries necessarily. We could be self-sufficient, but we choose to be global. We choose to trade with neighbors, but we can do better. Yes, we can, and we will if our hearts ever get right. Right now, we're a mess. We are the only nation with an Emancipation Proclamation. I think we should remind Maxine Waters of that. We are the only nation that fought a war against slavery. No other nation has done that. In fact, other nations and religions continue to practice slavery. But you don't hear them talk about that. Islam is one of those. Chinese, Chinese, Communist China is another huge proponent of slavery. Government-owned people. Well, there were a few ungrateful people making ugly statements and untrue statements this weekend, there were many in this nation celebrating, celebrating the birth of America. You know, the signing of that document was just the beginning. Actually, war had already been 
going on. If you listen to Monday's show, you heard me read The Crisis by Thomas Paine. He wrote that in January. They had already been in battles. There had already been conflicts taking place across this nation before they ever signed that Declaration of Independence. They tried everything they possibly could diplomatically to avoid war. We're told many things today about our past, and then they hide the facts of our now. Have you noticed that? Rudy was reading to me today that 82 people were shot in Chicago this weekend. 14 died. And Lightfoot, who I think is clinically insane, is too busy worrying, probably not enough, about her haircuts and her appearance. She does need help there, I think. But I don't think she cares one iota about the people of Chicago or what color their skin is. The shootings and the violence rise and the wisdom of the Dems, such as AOC, are, well, the prisons are the reasons we have crime. And those numbers, they're just being hyped up. They're not really as bad as they look. Although she did admit one life is, is too many. She tells no truth. We need more hospitals, she says, not more prisons. The prisons are the reason we have crime. Defund the police. Disarm the people. Make sense? Of course not. Why does nobody stand up to these people? Oh, we talk on the air. I'd like to have her right here. She is not all that intelligent. I don't want her anywhere close to me, so I'm going to take that day <laughs> off, if, if you don't mind. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right, I hear the music. With that, we're going to go to a break. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. The question for today, and I am going to open the phone lines. Keep it quick, keep it short. Why do you love America? And we will be right back. CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSC Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. Looking for new customers? Looking to have your business reaching out from sea to shining sea? Advertise with CSC Talk Radio. Believe in your product? Let Beth Ann be your personal spokesperson to properly brand your product and company. It's simple, easy, and affordable. Grow your business, grow common sense, and together we will bring America home. To be a part of CSC Talk Radio, call 573-796-2166. That's 573-796-2166. Or send email to Beth at CSETalkRadio.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. 
Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power of the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all the is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power of the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power of the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot heart, Set your table with Liberty, the new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes are American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message. Liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BethAnn and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. Radio. This is Beth Ann. I, I've thrown out the question, and you've got to keep it really short and sweet. Why do you love America? I don't want to hear it if you hate it. <laughs> I just don't want to hear it. I want to know why you love America. And I know right now it's kind of hard. Uh, but the number is 877-895-5410. That's 877-895-5410. Well, I'm fitting, finishing up, fitting, fitting up with my uh, monologue. I do love this nation. It's my country. Yes, I'm white. I don't believe I was ever privileged. Parents didn't seem to act like I was privileged. But I was loved by both mom and daddy, who stayed together to raise us kids. There were five of us. And they were not perfect people. No, not by a long shot. But they were people of faith. And they stayed at it. When raising us five kids, I won't apologize for who I am and help who I am. I'll apologize when I do something wrong, say something wrong, but I can't apologize for being born in mid Missouri, a little white girl who never quite got tall. <laughs> I'm the shortest in the family. They make fun of me all the time. And if they didn't, I, I wouldn't think they loved me. Cori Bush. She is a representative in the St. Louis District, born and raised in St. Louis, I guess. And she's also a registered nurse. When they say that the 4th of July is about American freedom, remember this. The freedom they're referring to is for white people. 
This land is stolen land and black people still aren't free. She's worth a couple of million dollars and she is a representative of the area there in in St. Louis. She's a registered nurse, which means she could afford or did afford or somehow made it through college. But she thinks she's a slave because she is black, so she must be a slave. We have William from Delaware, and he's going to tell us why he loves America. Well, Bill, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine, Beth Ann. Hello from the occupied state, Delaware, Joe Biden's hometown, I hate to say. <laughs> anyway. Well, we all have a cross to bear, you know. <laughs> exactly. You nailed it. Why do I love America? Very simple. It is still a place where a young man or woman can go to school, go to college, get a degree, start a business, and become successful. Amen. I've been that way for 30 years. I employ eight people in my business, and I'm very happy that I am able to take care of my employees and friends and, That's awesome. and, and work family. That's awesome. Can you tell me, or will you tell me what your business is? Yes, we do research engineering in uh, aerospace and related applications. Wow. Awesome. He's a rocket science. You can call me that. <laughs> oh, awesome. I like I playing with metal airplanes when I was a kid, and I also had a chemistry set nearly blew up the house, and that led to the career. <laughs> Well, that's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm very impressed. and uh, Might be your very first rocket scientist we've ever had on the show. On the show. Now, I do know another one. Uh, he grew up with my kids, <laughs> and he he works for a company that actually does research for NASA. That is awesome. Yeah. Thank you for Wait, loving we, it. Thank you for all that you do for America, Bill. Appreciate yes, it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the show. You know, I've never met Bill. He's called in periodically. He's always a very positive person, and, and he always questions what these politicians are doing, which is what we should do. But this RN from Missouri, she considers herself a slave, and yet she's worth a couple million dollars. And then we have, oh, good old Mad Max. Mad Maxine, she comes out with the same thing, and... uh she says, so, July 4th, and so the Declaration of Independence says all men are created equal. And she says, equal to what? What men? Only white men. Isn't it something that they wrote this in 1776 when African Americans were enslaved? They weren't thinking about us then, but we're thinking about us now. She's worth a few million dollars as well, and she has been in politics forever. She's no spring chicken anymore, but I guess she is also still a slave. Fifteen terms as a slave. Fifteen terms 15 as a slave. Terms. <laughs> and she refuses to live in those communities that she represents because those people, they are peasants. But she's a slave worth several million dollars. Spoiled brats. They get what they want. And they're still not happy. Now, I won't say that there aren't prejudices in this country. There are people who are prejudiced. And I think the prejudice is growing because of this atmosphere that's being created. 
And that grieves me deeply. Because we should not be judging people by their skin color. We should not be judging people by their education. But these are, these are the people that are against school choice for the inner city. Why would they be against education? I remember there were, in history, slave owners that were against education. And so now the Democrats are against education. We have Tim from Iowa. Tim, I think it's Tim from Iowa. Tim, how are you today? Hi, Beth. How's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good. Why do you love America? I love America because ordinary people are allowed to do extraordinary things. And it doesn't Amen. matter what the name is. I love that. I love the way you put that. It's been a long time since I've said that, but that's exactly what we are. They were just ordinary people who did extraordinary things. Yep. And you're one of them, yeah. actually. You've done some extraordinary things in your life. I know you don't think you have, but you have. And, I appreciate that so much, yeah. Well, I appreciate you. you know, Tim's been around for a while as far as the radio show is concerned. He's been with me from the from the first day I went on the air because he was with Dairy whenever I worked for Dairy with Dairy Show and, yeah. uh, and helped us out and was a faithful listener then. And I know that he loves this country. Thank you so much, Tim. President uh, Trump made a statement this week, and he had rallies. I didn't get to see the rallies. I had some of my family in. I didn't have all of my family with me this weekend. Um, Rudy got to meet some of them and got to see some of the silliness that goes on in my house when all my children are there, (laughs) how they pick on their mother. But Donald Trump made a statement. He said, seeing the crowds, now this is his numbers, seeing the crowds of over 45,000 people in Ohio and Florida waiting for days, standing in the pouring rain, they come from near and far. All they want is hope for their great country again. Their arms are outstretched and they cry for the rigged elections and the rhinos have no idea what this country, what this movement is all about. In fact... They are perhaps our biggest problem. And I put, yep, I believe they are. We will never save our country or be great again unless Republicans, he says, get tough and get smart. And I'm going to put, unless the Republic, we the people, get smart. And the election was not stolen. I want you to understand this. The election was not stolen from Donald Trump. The election was stolen from the people. We the people. Even if you were one that was against Donald Trump, the election was not yours. You have to understand that. It was not yours. And I have a paper here from a man that I trust greatly. He's out of the state of Wisconsin. And he says, in case you haven't seen this, which I have not, you know what, this this is kind of detailed. I'm going to hang on to it until the next segment but I want you to know, as Americans, I'm going to give you a little a little hint here. We've been bamboozled. We've been deceived. We've been taken to the cleaners. We've been hoodwinked. We've been defrauded. We've been cheated. We've been fooled. We've been conned. We've been duped. By who? By politicians. Politicians who want power. We blame it on the Democrat Party because they were very instrumental in it. But... As Donald Trump says, 
the rhinos are just as dangerous, if not more so, because they're very deceived. You ever see a masquerade where they pretend to be one thing and yet they're another? A wolf in sheep's clothing? That's kind of what your rhinos are, like Liz Cheney, pretending she's a conservative, when all along she's a globalist and a communist. Yeah, that's what she is. I hear the music. We're going to be heading into a break. This is coming from my friend Gary out of Wisconsin, and he has several links here that will prove his point. But America needs to wise up because we've been fooled. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Why do you love America? 877-895-5410. We'll be right back. Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Um, the article I was getting ready to share with you, I'm going to hold it just a second here. It's just a matter, it's not really an article, it's just statistics. Uh, information you need to understand. But Rudy, this is kind of something funny that was on Facebook, but it's so true that I'm going to share it. Because I remember this. I didn't play Farm Town. Did you play Farmtown? Nope, no, me either. Uh, a friend of mine that was with the Paragon Foundation at the time, she played a lot of that, and she ended up with friends uh, that have to be my sons, and they played Farmtown together. It says, remember like eight years ago when the biggest gripe about Facebook were strangers constantly wanting you to help them plant or harvest a virtual apple orchard in their Farmtown game? And now people want you to give them your real farm because of slavery, and if you don't, Want to, you're a Nazi or a KKK person who hates minorities and you deserve to go bankrupt and die. Anyway, I miss the good old days, this person said. We also found out that Stacey Abrams, we know all about Stacey Abrams, because she still thinks she's governor, even though she was not, and she missed the election by a long shot, but she claims it was a racist election and she should have won because she's black and and she's a slave, apparently, so because they're all slaves. But she... Just found out, we just found out that she, she was in debt quite a bit when she was running for governor before then. In 20, uh, yeah, in 2018, she owed the IRS $54,000. 54K, that's a lot and of money. She had 400K in consumer debt and total liability zone. This was 2018. 2018. Yeah. And now she's worth. million dollars, and she's out of debt. And she owns two large pieces of property there in Georgia. And Georgia, Rudy was explaining to me. I'll let him explain that. Yeah, in DeKalb County, I guess you can ask that your property tax records be made secret, private. And so after this news came out, she requested that the county do that. Nothing to see here. There you go. Nothing to see. Nothing to see. Well, America is in trouble. And I still go back to all the corruption of Hillary Clinton and and Bill. 
But I'm sure it goes back even farther. But he says, Gary had gave this to me, and he says, in case you haven't seen this, Nancy Pelosi's chief of staff is chief executive of at Dominion Ballot Counting Systems. Dominion Voting Systems, which demands more than a third of the voting, which commands more than a third of the voting machine market without having Washington lobbyists, has hired its first, a high-powered firm that includes a longtime aide to Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Also, Democrat Feinstein's husband does have a major stake in Dominion. Now, we heard that before. And uh, he owns 60% of this beauty there. We also know that Dominion has ties to the Clinton Foundation. Now, you need to go check this stuff out. But it's going to be difficult. He does have links here. And we were bringing them up, but it was just a little too much for the morning here. Remember I shared with you that the Supreme Court refused to see the Flores um, lawsuit and accepted what the state had done, which they had ruled against the florist for not wanting to to serve a same-sex marriage wedding. Now, she didn't refuse to serve or to make flower arrangements for them in her shop as individuals. But when it came to making a statement as the same-sex wedding, she drew a line because of her faith. She would not serve the wedding. Now, when a floor serves a wedding, and when a uh, a baker serves the wedding, they actually go there to the wedding and set things up, and it has their name on it. And if you don't want your name associated with a same-sex wedding because of your faith, the Supreme Court doesn't care. And what these individuals have gone through is ruining their livelihood. All these lawsuits. And then they lose. These people with their wedding didn't lose anything. They just wanted to cause trouble for the baker and for the florist. The Washington florist, the Baronel Stansman, She's 76 years old. She's a grandmother, and she could lose everything after the Supreme Court declined to hear her case on Friday. She could lose everything. The Eighth Amendment of our Bill of Rights says, Excessive bail shall not be required nor excessive fines imposed, nor cruel and unusual punishments inflicted. Have you ever been sued for something trivial? I had somebody try to sue me for $600,000. And they didn't win, and I didn't win. (laughs) Nobody wins in those cases. They ended up dropping it. $600,000. I don't even, you could sell everything I had and you wouldn't even get that. 
ruining a person because you're mad or angry or you've had your feelings hurt, that goes against the Eighth Amendment. Where is the Supreme Court? Where are these justices? Where is justice for America? Even if they thought she was guilty of something, they should not have the ability to ruin her livelihood. But that's exactly what they're doing, and they're going after these people. Well, after all the hate that was flung at people on the weekend by people like Cory Bush in St. Louis and Maxine Waters. Oh, by the way, we found out Maxine Waters was actually born in St. Louis. She lives in California, represents people in California, but she refuses to live in the same neighborhoods of the people she represents because, you know, she doesn't want to. That's beneath her. Well, here's a former baseball player. He was born in Venezuela. He breaks down in tears while talking about his appreciation for the United States of America. In an interview with NBC Sports Chicago, former baseball player Ozzie Gwillem, am I saying that name right, Gwillen? Gwillian, he broke down in tears while reflecting about the day he became a United States citizen. <laughs> Privileged. I was privileged because I was born here, not because I was white. Maxine Waters was privileged because she was born here, not because she was black or may or may not have connections to slavery in the background of her ancestry. Still, to be in America, you're privileged. Because once upon a time, America was a free nation. Once upon a time, we had people that loved this country. This man does. He said, the opportunities. They asked him why. He said, the opportunities, man. Opportunities opened the door for me here in America. I've been living in this country for a long time. It opened the doors, he said, for him and his family to be who they are today. Venezuela is experiencing severe crime. And high inflation. Oh, wait a minute. That's kind of like New York and Chicago, right? There is a lack of food and water. And most of the water is not clean enough for drinking. As a result, migrants from Venezuela are flooding towards the American border. Venezuela is overcome with socialism. Socialism at its best is always the worst for the people. And that's what AOC and Sanders and Maxine Waters and all those are pushing for America. Well, I love America. And I'm privileged to have been born here and thankful. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back. If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. 
And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book, write it, and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212. That's 800-378-3212. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code BETHANN, or call 818-978-6168. That's MyPillow.com, and the promo code is Bethann. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-418-5778. 800-418-5778. 800-418-5778. That's 800-418-5778. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. 
Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. Return to listening to CSB Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Well, Alan West has announced that he's going to run for Texas governor. It says in a challenge to Greg Abbott. However, if you listen to his video, he says, I'm not running against anyone. I'm running for Texas. And it's real interesting uh, listening to his little promo you know, Alan West is an awesome, awesome man. And uh, I have, I think I got him on the air one time, right after I first started. He was speaking at a Vitae. I think I had him on. But he announced his uh, candidacy while in church in, in Carrollton, which is a uh, church in Carrollton, and it's in the Dallas area. Well, now, I know that, uh, and everybody thinks Abbott's doing a great job, and I, I know that Trump has uh, supported him and endorsed him. But I know that I have heard some of the ranchers down there that aren't too happy. They were not happy with what happened when they lost power because they said it was handled inefficiently, and they kept passing the buck down to somebody else, and it took too long to get that back up. Now, it was an unusual thing in Texas to be hit with an ice storm and the cold that they were hit there for that week or so. And it took their power grid down. It said they had too much green going on. But usually you have a backup, and they did not have it ready. And, it was, and they said it goes to the top. You know, the buck stops here. So they were upset with Governor Abbott over that. And there were some ranchers that came out that weren't too happy, and I think it might have been the same rancher that they were interviewing. I could be wrong. They weren't happy that Abbott hadn't prepared for the border invasion because they said we knew it was going to happen. We knew Biden was going to do this, and we should have been ready, and we weren't ready, and it's a mess now. And, of course, we know last week was when Abbott and uh, Trump went to the border, the real border, together, trying to right what's been going on, trying to stop it now, and some of those ranchers think it's a little too little too late. So we'll see what takes place with that, but I I think an awful lot of Alan West, and I don't hate Abbott, don't get me wrong, but you know, sometimes you need to change, and it could be that they do. I don't know. But I know I I really like Alan West, and I always have liked Alan West. So we're talking about loving America. And I ask you, and I didn't have anything prepared myself. You know, I've always loved this country, and maybe I've never really known why. Just because 
I was born here. They love where you're born, right? Well, I guess not if you're in Venezuela. Not much to love there. We could move. We could go about the country. We were free. And now we've seen with the pandemic and oh, how easily the people were were scared. How easily they were made compliant. And that scares me. I don't know. I'd like for to hear from you. If you listen to Monday's show and listen to the, uh, I, know, I know I made mistakes, but I read the crisis to you. And it was done, you know, live. So we uh, couldn't edit it. <laughs> so let me know what you think about that. Think about his words. The crisis. That was just one of 16. We're not going to read the rest of them to you out loud. But Rudy says yes. He wants to hear them. (laughs) But this is from a video, a YouTube from a long time ago, back in 1973, by John Wayne. Why I Love America. You ask me why I love her? Well, give me time, and I'll explain. Have you seen a Kansas sunset? Or an Arizona rain? Have you drifted on the bayou down Louisiana way? Have you watched a cold fog drifting over San Francisco Bay? Have you heard a Bob White calling in the Carolina pines? Or heard the billow of a diesel at the Appalachian mines? Does the call of the Niagara thrill you when you hear her waters roar? Do you look with awe and wonder at her Massachusetts shore, where men were braved a hard new world first stepped on Plymouth Rock? And do you think of them when you stroll along a New York City dock? Have you seen a snowflake drifting in the Rockies' way of pie? Have you seen the sun come blazing down from a bright Nevada sky? Do you hail into the Columbia as she rushes to the sea or bow your head at Gettysburg at our struggle to be free? Have you seen the mighty Tetons? Have you watched an eagle soar? Have you seen the Mississippi roll along Missouri's shore? Have you felt a chill of Michigan when on a winter's day her waters rage along the shore in thunderous display? Does the word aloha make you warm? Do you stare in disbelief when you see the surf come roaring in at Waimea Reef? I probably said that wrong. From Alaska's cold to the Everglades, from the Rio Grande to Maine, my heart cries out, my pulse runs fast at the might of her domain. You ask me why I love her? I've a million reasons why. My beautiful America, beneath God's wide, wide sky. It says that this was written by John Mitchum. Now, I don't know if that's a relation to Robert Mitchum or not. They were in a lot of movies together. He gives you a picture of America from sea to shining sea. 
Are we perfect? No, we're not perfect. But we sure would like to be. We can't be what we were sent to be, created to be, as long as we keep our backs on God. Until America returns to the Heavenly Father, we're going to continue to be in chaos and in trouble. And it won't just be one people or another. It'll be all Americans, regardless of skin color, regardless of where you are in, in life, who will be slaves to a government full of strife. Maxine Waters is a liar. So is Miss Bush from St. Louis. Stacey Abrams, Abrams is... She's... She's no good. They work on deceit and deception for personal gain. They could care less about you regardless of the skin color, regardless of where you are. But America, from sea to shining sea, is the land of opportunity, just like the baseball player said from Venezuela. Opportunities given to him and his family they could have never had anywhere else. America is still the greatest land ever, but it's time to bring America home. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still-industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency.